Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Authentic Sales Training Podcast. What we teach here is how to sell authentically and effortlessly. And if I could write it on a piece of paper, I would be circling on the word effortlessness because effective selling requires less effort than more a lot of times. So this is going to be episode number 19. And let's talk about something quite interesting here. Uh, Let's talk about five principles that can get you really, really good in sales and also give you a, a fantastic dating life. Okay, whether you are single right now in the process of dating someone, you're just new to sales, been in sales for a while, these principles are going to be really, really effective. And I got to say, I moved in with my partner a few days ago. And without these principles, I would not have moved in with her. And it's not just me just moving in with someone. It was just me moving in with my ideal partner, the person that I visualized. And it's just an amazing feeling to like have that. And it happened only because I and we talk about it. It's so funny in our house, we always talk about how these are the things that uh, made things the way it is. Uh, And I'm just like very transparent about it. So I thought, you know what, I'm transparent at home. So I would be kind of an asshole to not be transparent on camera, right? I mean, on this podcast. So that's what I want to do right now. So I want to just jump straight in to these five. And again, there's more than five for sure. But these are the top five that came into my mind. And uh, if you apply these, if you can be this top five, the five points that I'm going to say right now, if you can internalize that, if you can make it part of who you are, uh, it's going to be impossible to not be a good salesperson. And it's not, it's going to be impossible to not have a great dating life, whatever it is that you want to do, by the way, with dating, but you want to, you want to find your soulmate, you want to just uh, date around, you just want to um, find one, whatever it is that you want to do. It does not matter. That's your personal intention. That's all on you. But these are just behavioral traits. Okay, ready? So number one is being direct. Now, there's a little bit of a misconception with being direct. Uh, because being direct, let me just make this very clear. Being, and I'm going to make it more clear in the coming points, being direct does not mean that you can just be straight up or rude to people. That is just not what it is. I want to make it very clear because a lot of people see this world as black and white. They see every advice that they hear as black and white. Have you ever thought about it, by the way? Because every advice could be interpreted in black and white if you're not really looking at through the gray area. I think some people... I know people who are in um, some professions that are more black and white than the other, where there's not a lot of like gray area in their professions. They tend to think this way. And for them, they take that mentality to their personal life as well. And they think it's either this or that. And one thing is like, it's never either this or that. I mean, for a few things. Okay, right now, I'm going to show you, make you hear the sound. You hear that sound? What is that? It's the light switch. I press, lights on, lights off. That's it. Um, gravity. I drop something. Doesn't matter if I'm a good person or a bad person. It's going to hit the floor. Right? Those things are black and white. And that's like the obvious ones. The obvious ones. Well, what, pe- what people do is, I know that this point is about being direct, but I have to make this very clear before that because this can be taken out of context in so many ways and it can get, it can set so many people in the wrong path. 
those things are obvious. But just because those things are obvious, it doesn't mean that everything is obvious. See, they even apply a black and white principle in the context of being black and white, you know? So it, it, nothing is black and white, especially sales is so far away from black and white. It's not one size fits all, right? Every person is different. Every conversation is different. So, so, so that's it. Um, if, sorry, I got off track for that a little bit. Being direct. Being direct means being direct with your intentions. Okay. So if it's in a sales call, sometimes there's this difficult questions that you don't want to ask, but asking those questions is what I mean by being direct. I'll give you an example. I'm completely willing to give you an example here. So let's just say you see the prospect um, or the human on the other end, just beating around the bush a little bit and not really revealing all the information, okay? And what if you're not direct, what they do is just basically they just get frustrated about this, okay? But someone who is direct, okay, would ask something like that. Hey, John, I've noticed that you know, because we're here on this call to figure out if we are a good fit to work together, right? Whether if we are a good fit for you and if, if um, you are a good fit for us, we want, that's what we want to figure out, right? And in order for me to find that out, I would need all these answers from you because if not, um, this conversation would not be very productive for us. So is there, first of all, I want to ask you, is there a reason why maybe you're, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you're holding off a little bit. Is it me or is it your past experiences? What is it? That's what you call being direct. And I'll tell you what the same sentence, I'll tell you how you can say it completely the wrong way. And on paper, yes, you are being direct, but you're completely doing it the wrong way. John, you're not answering none of my questions. What's, like, if this is the case, then you know, this is not going to work out. No, man. Empathy. That should be another point I, I didn't include it here. No, you got to be direct, but also... Uh, be polite. Like, here's the thing, right? Being direct does not mean being rude unless you want to be rude. So does that make sense? It's basically just asking what it is in with complete ease and then dating the same thing. When I met my girlfriend, like I remember looking right in her eyes and asking, do you want to go on a date with me? And it was just so clear that she could not say no. And I know it's, I sound like a narcissist here. Oh, I was so cool. But no, like with all modesty, right? It was just so clear that we still talk about it. Like she could not say no to that. Um, so that's number one. And number two is raw authenticity from day one. I mean, the authentic sales training podcast, that's what it's called. So I don't even know if I should be including this point here, but how can I not? Come on. From day one. The moment the prospect picks up the phone call, whether it's a call, whatever it is, however, whatever is the first moment of contact, there has to be raw authenticity from the start. You have to put your personality out there. For example, like think about this, right? Um, If I was watching this, if I was recording these uh, podcasts, these episodes, and trying to be someone that I'm not, trying to be like, welcome everybody. You are watching the Authentic Sales Training Podcast in this episode. And you know what? Yeah, I sound cool maybe. I don't know. Some people, oh, that's, that, that sounds okay. Um, but, but the question is, is it really like authentic? Is it completely in alignment with what I'm feeling in that moment? Because often when I record these podcasts, right, I have to keep an eye on the time because 
I've heard that the attention span goes up after 20 minutes. So I try my best to keep it under 20 minutes. But sometimes I have to keep looking at the time because I'm just walking around the house right now. I don't have a, a podcast studio or set up or something. Um, I just, I personally think that's unnecessary. I just think it's just my rawness, my honesty, my knowledge and my skills about it that can change the world. That's what I want to let it out to you guys. So as long as there's some sort of a clear audio, and I'm pretty sure you guys can hear me pretty clearly, that's fine. And then just however I'm feeling in that moment, sometimes I just wake up in the morning and I record it. Sometimes in the evening, whatever I'm feeling in that very moment, you'll hear that in my voice. And I'm completely congruent with that. Same thing with dating. This is what ha- this is why a lot of relationships go bad, by the way, because I mean, when person A meets person B, they're not really um, authentic. And at some point, they are they, they get used to each other's and they will be authentic. And then they figure out that they don't like each other's authentic self. And it's it happens a lot of times mismatch. Not everybody likes the other, like a lot of people may not like the authentic version of me. And I may not like the authentic version of them. If you're watching this, I don't know who you are, but it's possible that you're, you're, you're listening to me and you're saying, I don't really like the way he sounds. And I get that and I respect that. And it's also possible that I would not like your way of speaking and how you come across your real self. And that's totally okay. We don't have to. So the, the faster you figure out, the better it is. But also the faster you put it out and you're also like, encouraging the other person to be authentic as well and then now you have an authentic relationship you have an authentic sales call guess what it's proven that authentic salespeople close more deals number three understanding psychology well i can't speak a lot about this because i don't know where to end and where to start and i don't this is going to be like a two-hour podcast then because there's just several, several factors about understanding psychology. And I think this is where you said everything comes together. If you don't understand psychology and if you're trying to be direct and if you're trying to be authentic, then it's not appropriate. I'll give you an example. So have you seen the these drunk people in public? They just make like a fool out of themselves. The question is, are they authentic? Yes, they are. <laughs> they are authentic. Okay, they they have the alcohol and they're quite loosened up. They are quite authentic. You will say, uh, are they direct? A lot of times, yes, they are direct. But do you want to be around them? No. Why is that? Because their behavior is not in alignment with. Um, it does not click in your reality. Does that make sense? Their behavior does not click in your reality. So. Just being authentic, just being direct is not the name of the game, even though those are important points. But if only that is, I made a post the other day by saying that the two circles, authenticity and psychology, that joins and that's a sweet spot where deals are closed. And that's the way you should be looking at this as well. So that guy, you know, he's quite authentic, quite direct, but you know, we don't want to be around them. So in sales calls, often what the person says versus what they mean is completely different. And it's not their responsibility to say that to you. That's the first thing is your responsibility to find out. It's your responsibility to find out. And if in the dating scenario, same thing. Sometimes if they, if your partner don't know how to communicate well, um, if you're watching this, if you are watching this, 
you got some interest in psychology, you got some interest in communication, you got some interest in people. You you love people, you like people, right? Whether you are introvert or extrovert, doesn't matter. So it's your responsibility to find out that. And again, I could have like twenty other episodes on this. It's just really really difficult to say it in one. So I'm just gonna do is just put this out there, saying that hey, look, this is really the thing. Um and uh and then maybe like in the future episodes you'll be like oh yeah I see how this is related to that. Number four is offering massive value. Hmm. Here's the thing, right? When you walk up to a homeless person, okay, and when you are handing them over some money, are you expecting anything in return from them? Not really. Well. You're doing it because I don't want to say I've made a post the other day. Is there something called free? Well, some people said there's nothing called free, and I now I agree to that because it doesn't mean the return ROI is in terms of the payment. So, for example, right, uh, right now, this podcast is for free, right? You're not paying for this podcast, and if you ask me, do I have the direct goal of getting customers from it? I gotta be honest with you. Um, I have, I'm not thinking about that because my goal is to just get to like hundred episodes and then think of all the customers. Cause my, like, I want to develop this habit. I want to develop this platform, uh, for Spotify, whatever platform you're watching this in right now, maybe like, um, Apple podcast, wherever it is. I want to develop this and I want to make it a habit. That's my goal. And I'm not thinking about like the monetary benefits. Um, sure. It'll come one day because I'm probably not thinking about it, but so if that's that's the case, like what's my payoff in the short term doing this? It's just the fact that I feel good when I do this. So yes, nothing is for free, um, but it's not. You don't have to give me anything. I'm I'm getting what I'm getting already just by doing this. Same thing when you give some money to a homeless person, or you buy some food for them, you would feel good inside. So that's a payoff, right? So that's the same thing about offering value. You're not offering value to get something in return. Uh, from them, you're offering value to get something in return within yourself. Does that make sense? Because a lot of people say that you give with no expectations. Well, you're not expecting anything from them, maybe, but you are expecting something to feel within yourself. You are definitely expecting something to feel within yourself. And that's a feeling that we should go for. Right? So when it's in a sales call, I have always have this consultant mindset. Like when I go into a call, you are you have to act as if they're you're already hired and speak from that consultative uh, perspective. Like you're already at work, so it's just much more easy for them to hire you because in your mind you're already like hired. And when you're hired, then you're already hired. It's like oh, it's the same anyways. You know, it's like it doesn't make any difference. Uh, and you're offering value to them massively on the call just because you want to. Uh, same thing goes for dating. Uh, you are offering value to what that person finds value in. So you got to first understand through psychology and understanding the person, what is this person value in life right now? I'll give you an example in my life. My girlfriend is an introvert. She's shy. She doesn't speak a lot. Okay. So she always wanted a guy who is a little bit out there, who is a little loud, uh, who is a little bit direct, honest, authentic, social, 
And when she met, met me, it was like, oh, he actually checks all those boxes that I'm looking for. So I exactly know what kind of value I, I can provide to her life. What exactly is she looking for? I'm not going to buy her gifts thinking this is offering value. No, that's like, who told you that that's what is value to her? You know, what you think is value to her may not be like what she thinks is value for her. So understand it's your responsibility to understand what she finds value in and it's your responsibility to give that to her. Offering massive value. Number five, I could write a book about it. And I could write a book about that book. And I could write a book about that book. And I could write another book where I'm writing a book about that book, where I'm writing a book about that book. <laughs> you may be wondering, what is this, man? It's extreme non-neediness. And that's the reason why I said I could write a book about it because it's impossible to say it in a few minutes. I can say it in a few minutes, but it's impossible to put everything into perspective, give actionable steps in a few minutes. I can do it. I don't think anybody can do it. It's easy to say these things. So that's one of my goals, by the way, with this episode. Like, a lot of things, it's, a lot of advice is easy to say it, but... <clears throat> It's just much more harder when you apply it in real life. And I want to give people, my, I, want to, I want to make it as much as actionable as I could. And I don't want to come across as one of those, oh, just give the tips kind of guy. Because there's, you can find the tips already. You don't have to listen to this if you want to just find tips. I want to give something actionable, something realistic, something. I want to give you, if you were to pay for this podcast, what would you get? That's what I'm hoping to give it to you in these coming episodes. You know, I'm still new to this. Well, that's what I'm hoping to give to you. So non-neediness kills every deal. It kills every date. It's just what it is. And here's the thing. In the internet, you can find how to come across non-needy. And I think that is a stupid advice. And I'll tell you why. Because human beings work with energy. So why, instead of saying how to come across non-needy, just change that into how to actually be non-needy. Why? Because that's much more easier to do. Because here's the thing. If you're non-needy, you can say the wrong things that appear needy, but have a, an amazing effect on the other person because you're actually not needy. Or if you're needy, you can say the right things on paper, but have completely the wrong effect and the other person is going to be like completely like repelled and thrown off by that. Why is that? Because your internals don't lie. Your energy don't lie. In a sales call, you often in the last few minutes, that's when the person becomes the most needy because, oh, I've invested a lot. And in the dating scenario as well, when you know you have something with the person already, that's when you get the most needy because I got something to lose now. And if you can manage to pull this off from your life, you're, you're set. All these tips that I mentioned here, the five tips. Be direct, raw authenticity from day one, understanding psychology, offering massive value, and extreme non-neediness. If you can understand these things, your sales will skyrocket. The way you understand people will skyrocket. Your closer rate will skyrocket. Your dating life will skyrocket as well. 
I was kind of worried if I was going to end this in 20 minutes. But it's uh, 19 minutes and 47 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. And I hope you can watch this again because there's a ton of stuff in here. Repeat it, understand it, study it, um, and live it. Peace.